BYU Sports Nation, the 2015 BYU football schedule becomes official. New dates and times and bowl game tie-ins included. Athletic Director Tom Homel joins us live in Studio B. What are his expectations for the toughest September in program history? Plus, how many games is the BYU AD typically working on scheduling at a given time? And wardrobe plans for players and fans at home. Hashtag wideout. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Thursday, April 30th. This is the 2015 BYU football schedule release special on BYU Sports Nation, wherever, however you're dialed in. Always great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton. Teamed up with BYU Women's Conference traffic cop, Jerem Jordan. What can I say? It's my favorite time of year on campus. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. You've had the week off, and then after this, we're going to be like, go home. You're yeah, gone tomorrow. I'm taking off tomorrow, too. <laughs> you came back for the football schedule. Of course, of I, course. I'm not going to yeah. miss this day. And we wanted you back. We wanted our ace on the mound. The Age of Ultron is a go today as well. Yeah. This is a huge day. Avengers today. And then... Pacquiao Mayweather this weekend, the schedule release, the Rugby National Championship. This is an awesome weekend. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to what's going on. I'm going to see the movie tomorrow. Wait, you're... you're Not today. You're refraining? Well, tonight's the NFL draft. I have an NFL draft party. Okay. Of course you do. I I suppose I could do both. I'm too old to go to like 10 o'clock movies on a weeknight. You're too old to go to a 10 o'clock movie on a weeknight? I wake up early. Really? I'm tired. Are you going tonight? No, but if I could, I would. Okay, then. Look, I've got obligations, okay? I've got That's what family. I'm talking about. Yes, I have all those things. Those are the reasons With how I'm not. much you talk about the Avengers, I'm just I'm surprised. I'm, I'm going surprised. tomorrow, which is technically the day it comes out. <laughs> Speaking of Avengers, one of our student assistants, Brandon Crow. <laughs> this is a great story. <laughs> so he's he's holding open some parking spots this morning wearing wearing an Iron Man mask. He's all in, Marvel. He's <laughs> okay. great. He's great. At approximately nine o'clock in the morning, we get a phone call from BYU security with the following message. Hey, uh, is that your guy wearing a mask out there? Uh, why is he wearing a mask? He's creeping people out. <laughs> <laughs> people complained. <laughs> He's all in, man. He's our Tony He's Stark. He's scaring people. Yeah. That's really funny. Well done, Brandon. You know, we gotta, Brandon is single and available. Almost as exciting. 100 days away from the open of BYU football fall camp. That's exciting. That's the first day is August 8th. A little bit of a late start compared to what they've done the last few years, but it's going to be awesome. I wonder if Brandon's mask has anything to do with why he's still single. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Well, I'm not going there. I like <laughs> Brandon a lot. Brandon. I think he's great. Ladies. Give him a call. Conversation Alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join the BYU Sports Nation movement. Members always welcome. Here are your headlines on this loaded Thursday show. Jeremy, you want the first one? Sure. BYU baseball game day at Pacific. The boys are in Stockton. They're on a five-game win streak. They're now three games over five hundred. Big opportunity to help themselves get into the West Coast Conference yeah. tournament. Mike Littlewood told us yesterday they have 11 wins in conference. If they get 16, they, need, they would need to go 5-4, and four, in his opinion, in the back nine. They're getting in. To get in. They're getting in. Jacob Hanneman, speaking of BYU baseball, promoted to the Cubs AA affiliate. The Tennessee Smokies, all he does is after a nine-hour bus ride, he joined the AA club, and he hits a home run in his first at-bat. That's how you make an impression. That's awesome. Uh, BYU baseball signee Kyle Dean, big time. Remember, he, we had him on two weeks ago. 
He's rated the 79th best pro prospect in this year's Major League Baseball draft, according to Major League Baseball Pipeline. Is Which is baseball having the best two weeks ever right now? It's pretty good. They were ranked number one in, in uh, what, 83? Uh, that was probably a better week. Yeah. Hey, on that note, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Are you ready for some football? Yes. Scheduling. Tom Holmo, traveling man, NCAA selection committee member, probably dealing with month-long jet lag right now. Welcome to Studio B, Tom. Are you aware of where you are currently? Oh, absolutely. I had a few days of rest, and I'm ready to go. How many air miles did you rack up between, let's go back to December, when you're going between Oklahoma City and Miami and Provo, and tack in what you did with the basketball committee as well? Have you, can you go on a vacation to Europe right now with your wife yet? Um, it's coming up soon. <laughs> but it was, it was uh, a lot of miles, and I enjoyed almost every mile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is a big day. Well, we're excited to have you in studio to officially reveal and discuss the 2015 BYU football schedule, uh, starting with kickoff on September 5th. Hit it! Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 128. 128 days away from September 5th, Game 1 at Nebraska. Okay, Tom, 340 consecutive sellouts going back to 1962 for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. How do BYU fans get into that game, game number one? It's a tough ticket. Let me tell you, when I was at Cal, we played back at Nebraska. And uh, we actually had played, we had a home-and-home with them. And we went back there. When we drove up in our bus... It was hard to describe. There were more people in lounge chairs and folding chairs outside the stadium that knew they weren't going in. They just wanted wow. to. They just wanted to be there. It's crazy, and we jumped off to. We drove the ball the length of the field, and we thought it was going to be a great game. And that game turned around quicker <laughs> than any game I've ever been a part of. But to see the color and pageantry of a game in Lincoln is something else. There's a reason why they have the record for sellouts consecutively. So game one, Saturday, September 5th, Memorial Stadium, BYU in Nebraska. First ever meeting. This is, this is a huge opportunity for BYU in game one to start the season off in a huge game, uh, which you, know, you expect to be in front of a national audience. How did this game come about? Well, this game we've been working on for a few years, and um, you know, Bo Pelini, former coach, was a friend of mine. We coached together on staff at the San Francisco 49ers. So we had a little bit of a connection, but this was also one that we got some help with most of the games, with ESPN. But it's just one of these games where it's a good fit. The one thing about an opening season game that's different from all of the games is that both teams have all your prep work. You'll work on all the teams throughout the non-conference, I mean the off-season, but that one first game, Nebraska will spend a ton of time on us, and we'll spend a ton of time on them. And there's just something about that opening game that makes it a little bit more special than the rest of the games. When did the idea of BYU-Nebraska uh, originate? How long has it been in the works? It's, it's all kind of coming to get, I mean, cloudy for me right now. So many times we've been, <laughs> there's so many clouds up there with the names on them. And this, this is one that wasn't a long, long time. But it, it was, pro- I'd say, probably about two years. Let's go to the next game now. The home opener against Boise State. We have learned that this is an all-white uniform day, the whiteout game for the Cougars. And this Boise State team coming off a New Year's Six bowl game win. 
what a way to open the home schedule after Nebraska uh, with the Broncos having a new coach and all that stuff. And is this is this becoming the new age rivalry for the Cougars? I, it is. I think this is one of the games where we put in this long term home and home schedule for many many years to come. We did that purposefully. It's an inner mountain regional game. They're big time. I'm, sometimes people don't. Our BYU fans don't want to hear. They're really legit. They're great. They've won three BCS slash college football playoff games. And every year, year in and year out, they're stronger and stronger. They've changed coaches. They've changed quarterbacks. Their personnel changes like many teams, but they stay on top. And this is a huge challenge for our BYU team. Like, uh with Chris Peterson going to Washington, is is that series still in good standing? The twelve year deal, I guess. Yeah, these these uh, con- contracts are predicated on the teams and the schools, not the coaches. So, unfortunately, sometimes you might have a connection like we did with Bo, but it changes, and because they're gone, and you know what, in college athletics, things change a little oh, now and then. Oh, that's weird. So it's it's possible that some of these games might not have the players. Um, like you'll talk about UCLA, Ricky Hundley could have possibly been back, but he won't be. Yeah. We schedule that ahead of time. You get what you get when the game comes. September 12th, Boise State at BYU. That game scheduled to be on ESPN or ESPN2. And the jersey's wide out uh, for the players in that one. Maybe? Oh, sure. Yes? <laughs> you know, you're telling me. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, didn't, <laughs> I thought that was something uh, in the mix, maybe. I, so... Okay, so wide out for Boise State. Uh, fans, too? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Are Excited. you talking about Boise State? Yes. Boise State is wide, wide out. out. Tom uh, Homo confirms Boise State <laughs> is a wide out for the players. I, I, was, I was jumping I, ahead to the next game. Oh, okay. Good. Okay, very good. Game number three, <laughs> <laughs> BYU at UCLA. The Bruins in, I've seen three different preseason polls, Tom, are the projected highest-ranked team on BYU's schedule. Some as high have them as high as number eight in the country. Going back to the Rose Bowl, potentially facing, you know, a top 10 team, top 15 team. Uh, at this point, do you start to, you know, kind of worry that the schedule might be getting a little bit too tough? Well, I, knew, I saw this coming. Like I've said in years past, as we do these independent schedules, you beggars can't be choosers. If you want to get a chance to play the teams that we're playing, you cannot slot them into every third or fourth game. You take them when you can get them. And in this particular case, when we had a chance to line up these first September games, you know, I, I looked at Bronco and said, Bronk, this is going to be really tough, but I think it's great. And we're going to get some of these teams to come back. Even though fans go, why couldn't we play them home and home where we balanced it out and we played Michigan at home this year? Well, we're not playing Michigan at home. We're playing them in Ann Arbor. And so people, the fans just have to realize to get those big games, sometimes you have to sacrifice that in the schedule. Game number three at UCLA, September 19th. A week after that, Saturday, September 26th, BYU at Michigan and another one-off with a Big Ten program. Uh, can't help but notice uh, the exposure and the financial benefit that come along with, with playing at Michigan. Tom, how much did that play into scheduling the Wolverines? Well, primarily we play the teams because we want to play the best teams and the best venues. Uh, we try to get a home and home, and it might not work for them. That is a game that they potentially could play, but some of these teams that are in conferences, especially like the Big Ten, where they don't play a lot of pre- non-conference games outside of their state, when you when you line up those games, you could get lucky and get a home and home, but 
we took it because it was an opportunity to go back there. The money and, and the guarantee, like we'll have teams that will come here for guarantee games, that's really secondary. We obviously watch our budget closely, but that wasn't the reason we're playing Michigan. We should mention September 12th against Boise State will be on ESPN or ESPN2. That is news. Uh, the Michigan game, the one and only other meeting, was the famous uh, 84 Holiday Bowl, so that will be interesting. When you look at September... What do you think of what you've packaged for the first four games in the first month? I think it's fantastic. I think that if you look at college football these days, there's a few games early on. Some of them are the traditional rivalries that play early, and some of them were teams, for some reason, they go outside of their tough conference schedule and they challenge themselves with a non-conference foe. But you just don't see it very much. And one of the great things with ESPN is they challenge, they get a great game on the road, to come play at BYU, it'll be a home home game for us where we get that game on ESPN. But all those games are big national games. It doesn't matter what broadcast uh, network it's on, it's going to be a great national game because early on some of the teams want to play the lighter teams and prepare themselves for a tough regular season. But that's not what we're going to do. Is this too tough or do you think it's, it's fair, it's good? Well, I think it's very, very tough. To say it's too tough... It just really depends on how we do this off season, mm-hmm. how we do come camp time, and when we're ready to go. I'll tell you on the eve of the Nebraska series <laughs> whether or not this conference is too tough. And I'll really tell you at the end of September yeah. how it was. At, at a minimum, it's really, really exciting. And I think that a senior quarterback uh, going into these games, it's, it's going to be a good challenge for BYU. Now, one of the things that I will divulge right here is that putting together this um, September in this year, I realized that we were going to have a couple seniors that were pretty special in our quarterback, Taysom Hill, and our tailback, uh, Jamal Williams. And when both of those guys went down last year in the middle of the season, out for the year, I was the only one that really knew what was coming up and who we were going to be playing and add a couple games that are coming in here. So we really scheduled this series or this schedule this year with those two guys in mind, knowing that we had a pretty powered, powerful backfield. And uh, they're both on their way to recovery, and they look great. I saw both of them yesterday. And let's go, baby. Tom Homo with us <clears throat> in studio. Be breaking down the 2015 BYU football schedule. And when you look at September, we are talking about some serious national clout. And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. There are 17 combined national championships among BYU September opponents. Wow. You throw in BYU. 18. That's big time. That's big time. So <laughs> September is going to be great. And that's interesting. Your comments are interesting related to uh, Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams. I, they're going to be ready for the challenge. We've gone through four games, eight to go, and bowl game tie-ins to be announced. You're always welcome to join our conversation using the hashtag BYUS and tell us what you think thus far about the first four games on BYU's schedule. We're just getting started with Tom Holmo. As I mentioned, eight to go in the schedule release. Plus, which bowl game will the Cougars play in this year? BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. This is the 2015 football schedule release special. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. Baseball's at Pacific tonight. You can listen to that at 9 Eastern time on BYU Radio or watch it on the W.TV.
Yes. That's all I have to say about that. Win six in a row. BYU Athletic Director Tom Holmo with us in Studio B to break down each and every game on the 2015 BYU football schedule here in Studio B. Tom, let's uh, pick things up with game number five. We had four Saturday games in September, all against national powerhouses. This is the first Friday game on October 2nd. Generally, it's Utah State with how it's been in the past, uh, at least recently. Now in come the Yukon Huskies out of the American, 815 Mountain Time on ESPN or ESPN2. Friday night matchup against the Huskies. Uh, when did uh, you decide to go back into the American and, and make this happen with UConn? We have a, a lot of rivalries in a short period of time with the American. We played them last year in a couple of games, played them in the bowl game against Memphis, and we have scheduled games down the road. All, obviously, we're kicking off three out of the next four against the American in this stage of our schedule. But um, like I said, sometimes you get an opportunity to play these teams and it's not like you f- figure you're going to schedule a team on a given date. Sometimes there's a domino effect, and what it did is it kind of got to the point where if we could move Utah State off of that traditional first weekend of October, that we could move another game into there, and that f- sets it up for the rest of the schedule. Utah State was great about wanting to move that, and I think that it adds a little bit more mystique to that rivalry game where we're at Logan the last game of the season. And the cold, blustery, <laughs> <laughs> the name of their what, Maverick Stadium. Maverick Stadium, just announced. At, yeah. at Merlin Olsen Field. Don't forget go. that. Don't so, so sometimes one game, has a, it, it comes out, but there's a big story behind the dominoes that fall to put it Yeah, down. originally that UConn game, I think, was scheduled for yes. Halloween or close to Halloween. And we announced it uh, officially when we played at UConn, when BYU played at UConn last year to open the season. But the, uh, this is a Friday night game that revolves around general conference. We're always going to play either on the road late, late, night, late at night or at home. It's best to play at home on a Friday night so everybody can be here for conference. And ESPN or ESPN2, always a great thing. Yeah, the national exposure that come with the Friday night game are nice because technically you, you own the night. Game number six, BYU on Saturday, October 10th, against East Carolina, another opponent out of the American. And this is the Royal Blue game. Okay, so uh, my first question, Tom, is, is it Royal Blue jerseys on Royal Blue pants, or are we going to go full traditional and go blue tops on white pants? I'll make the statement right now. I'm not a Royal and Royal guy. Okay. It just doesn't look great. I like the Royal tops with the white bottoms and not the Royal shoes. I like the Royal shoes, so I like the tradition. And the tradition never saw us in Royal on Royal. So we got these young bucks down there that think that it's kind of stylish to do that, <laughs> but we're sticking with tradition. Let's go with the tradition. And yeah. So, and, so many, and so many people are scared if, if you lose in a certain jersey. Oh, my goodness. It's the end of the world. But I like this matchup, by the way, with East Carolina. They, and it, like you said, you know, Brett Hundley at UCLA. Shane Carden was a senior. And I forgot the receiver's name, but he's the NCAA career receptions leader or something. This is a great time to play East Carolina, a good program that was ranked at the beginning of the year. At the end of the year, they had a chance to win their conference, which would have been a great step for them. They lost it on a Hail Mary, the last play of the game, Central Florida. So this is a team that I I don't expect a lot of of our fans that are out here in the Intermountain or West Coast to understand, but East Carolina is a very tough, very tough team. Uh, a great coaching staff, and you're going to see athletes that can flat out run up and down the field. Game number seven, the second Friday contest on BYU's 2015 schedule, eight Eastern, six Mountain 
on ESPN against the Cincinnati Bearcats. In my opinion, Tom, this next to Boise State, this is the second game that I'm looking to really excited about with the Bearcats coming to town. Gunner killed their quarterback. They have tradition. And they've got – talk about playmakers for East Carolina. Cincinnati has the same type of athletes that come to Provo. I, I think if they, people are fans that don't know Cincinnati, they're going to know them real fast. Cincinnati has been to two BCS games. Um, they were in the Big East and had a great run, and now they're making a strong comeback. They will – I agree with you. I think that this is going to be one of the tougher games that we play all year, home or road. And then the biggest game on the schedule for us, Wagner. BYU versus Wagner. That one's on uh, October 24th, 3 Eastern, uh, BYU TV. It's on BYU TV. We're announcing today, so we're excited about that. I thought we were playing the Seahawks. Oh, was that the, uh, the mistake? Seattle Seahawks? It's, no, it's, Lewis. it's the Wagner Seahawks. Yes, that's right. Okay. Is this a mistake? Uh, yeah. right. look, look, let me talk about that, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is one of those games where we're very fortunate to get that. Because we had an opportunity to play Wagner it meant that we got another one of those big games on our schedule. Without playing Wagner in that game, we miss getting the other game. It's Missouri, right? Yeah. So sometimes what happens is you might think, why in these FCS teams come in? How in the world do you pick them? You know, let's face it, some are better than others at the FCS level. You look at North Dakota State, the Bison, they're fantastic. It's a great team. You don't see too many FBS teams that want to play them. Oh, heck no. But, you know, most of the others, a, a, a Power 5 conference team should, you know, have the upper hand in that. But there's been some upsets over the past. But this is one where all the dominoes had to align. We got that game, the, the Missouri game later in the season, and some other games in the future, even in the future, hmm. because of playing Wagner. So where some people go, Wagner, I'm saying, thank you, Wagner. There you go. Really appreciate they it. They made it happen. So you should all be fans of Wagner when they're not playing BYU on October The Wagner 24th. Seahawks. The yeah. Wagner Seahawks. And they're out of New York City, right? Yes, sir. Long Island, wow. I believe. Yeah, well, yeah, out of New York. Really cool. Okay. Uh, week 9 is a bye for BYU. And then this is the final four of the BYU 2015 schedule. This is the Mountain West Conference slash Missouri and Kansas City portion of the schedule. It starts at San Jose State, November 6th. This is... Friday game number three for the Cougars. This is an 11.30 p.m. Eastern time, 9.30 mountain start, and this has absolutely nothing to do with you because you don't control start times no. and, and TV times for road games. Right. You know, one of the things about these Friday night games is when I go around travel around the country, as I've been doing a lot lately, <laughs> I will hear a ton of people that will come up to me and say, man, I see you guys on TV all the time. These are people from Duquesne and in Pittsburgh and... We were, we were back there. That was one of my sites. And it's amazing to think that these guys watch those games on the East Coast. You think they're laid out here, they're re- but people watch those games, and they know BYU from those games because they're on TV and no one else is. It's a great thing for our program. A game on CBS Sports Network, again, 1130 Eastern, 930 Mountain Time. Yeah, do you have any uh, advice for those staying up late to watch that game, Tom? Besides take a nap? <clears throat> well, whatever it takes. If you need to tape it, DVR it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not going to give away my secrets for staying up at night. <laughs> they'll, no. ma- they'll make it happen. The Cougar fans will. Be yes, they will. Oh, you, of course they will. Okay, then game number 10. And again, with the hashtag, thank you, Wagner, for this. BYU against Missouri in Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium. Tom, SEC. This is an SEC opponent 
in November in an NFL stadium on Saturday, November 14th. You you and I had a conversation earlier. You told me this game almost did not happen. It's kind of a miracle that it all came together. And now that it did, what are your thoughts? It on almost this? didn't come together many times. You might ask the question, I get this, how long does it take to do a series or to do a game? And this is one, because of my connections in the NFL, where um, people that run the stadium and the Kansas City Chiefs, not necessarily Andy. Andy came in at the end. But before Andy Reid got there, we were talking with the Chiefs about doing this game. It's really difficult for a stadium and a group to put together a game. We're going to have some coming up. We played um, Oklahoma in, in uh, Cowboy Stadium, and that was a situation where the Cowboys worked with ESPN and Oklahoma and BYU. That gets a little bit complicated. So for this game, it was on and off. We were going to play some other teams at other dates in other years. It was on, it was off, it was on, it was off. And then the Wagner piece came together, and we were able to play it this year. The people are saying, oh, man, I love the game, but why in the world this year when you have those other really tough road games early is because this is the year we're going to play them or not. Take the so game. So we're playing it. We're taking the game. You opted to take the game instead of not playing it. That's correct. That is... I say yes. A decision I support 120%. Ramp it up. Yes. Play against Missouri in Kansas City. Game number 11. Senior day for the Cougars, November 21st against Fresno State, one of those upper-tier Mountain West Conference programs. Uh, this is no gimme for the Cougars to close out the home schedule. No, in, in no way. I remember Pat Hill, their, their former head coach, who was a great coach and a great football guy. He, when I got the job at BYU, he was after me. He would call me. He would write me letters. And his theme was any team, anytime, anywhere. Wow. And we, we didn't play him. We couldn't play him. And uh, I feel bad. And this is, for me, it's, it's the Pat Hill game because we got this game. And I did see him. I think he's in the NFL right now. And I saw him and I said, hey, Pat, we, we, we got Fresno State. He says, you bum. Come on, man. You ran from me all those years and now you're playing him. But it, it'll, be, uh, it'll be, we have a lot of fans in California. And once again, the Northern California guys will get there. And it's, it's an easy run up the Highway 5 to get to, uh, or to uh, Fresno. Game number 12, BYU at Utah State. We touched on this briefly. The Cougars and Aggies in November on November 28th. Game time for that, uh, I believe, is one mountain time, uh, three Eastern for the Cougs and Ags at Maverick Stadium. The in-state finale brings some immediate uh, context and excitement into this already exciting rivalry series. Um, if you can't play Utah, you might as well play Utah State the final game of the season. Look, I, I respect the Utah rivalry a ton. I think I've made that known. But it's separate from the Utah State rivalry. And if you've looked at the games and you looked at Utah State play football over the last couple of years, they're good. They're a very good team, and they're earning respect not just on a conference level but across the country. And uh, this is a series that we love. And having it be up there at the end of the season, we've never done that before. This is a great opportunity to see what we're all about. I mean, if this is if we're have a great season like I think we can, that game's gonna have a huge amount of significance because you'll add an opportunity for the bowl games, um, rankings, and you gotta go up there and win in Logan. That's a tough task. Senior Taysom, senior chucking. Oh my goodness. Four years 
of, of battling and unfortunately injuries. So that'll be an in- interesting one, November 28th. Slight correction on that game time. It is 3.30 Eastern, 1.30 Mountain on CBS Sports Network, Saturday, November 28th at Maverick Stadium. BYU and Utah State, man, this, this is a series that uh, has added some serious drama over the last five years. We have more questions for Tom Homo as we continue this 2015 football schedule release, including... The bowl game announcement. Where in the world is BYU playing its holiday special in 2015? Postseason plans, people! You know it's a big deal. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The football schedule release special. You can download our show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Check out baseball tonight at Pacific. You can listen to it at 9 Eastern time on BYU Radio. It will also be uh, on the W.TV if you want to watch it. We have announced the 12-game schedule with BYU Athletic Director Tom Holmo. If you missed that first half an hour... Again, download the show podcast. You can get all the details there. Baseball game day. Cougs trying to go for six straight against Pacific. Tom Homo, as I mentioned, in studio. We just went through those 12 games and now get to a potential 13th game for the Cougars to celebrate the holidays. Hot topic. What is BYU's bowl tie-in for 2015? Well, we can answer that question. The Cougars will play in either the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl or the Hawaii Bowl. Stay with me. Whichever game BYU plays in after the 2015 regular season, let's say it's the Vegas Bowl, the Cougars would then play in the other game, the Hawaii Bowl, in 2019. So to recap, Vegas or Hawaii in 2015, whichever game BYU does not play in this year, will be the bowl game tie for 2019. So, Tom, one, did I get that right? You got it right. Good job. You get a gold star. (laughs) How did this come to be? Well, I think the... The question is, is we're an independent team. We do not have bowl tie-ins with the conference. So we try to make our way in to the various bowl games. We're, our great partner ESPN owns these games, especially in these two that are coming up the, in Hawaii and in Las Vegas. And so this came to a point where it's because of the flexibility, it's good for us. Some people say, why can't you just give one and the other? What ESPN will do in conjunction with the other partners in this game, affiliated, is they'll have an opportunity to put together the better matchups. So instead of locking yourself potentially into a potential uh, rematch or maybe a game that doesn't look as good, they'll have the opportunity to make that matchup later in the season when it comes bowl time and do what's best for all the participants involved. And, of course, this is mute if BYU made a New Year's Six game. Correct. Tom Homo with us as we just announced the bowl game tie-in. In Uh, in 2015 and 2019, BYU will play in the Las Vegas and or Hawaii Bowl. And? No, just Hawaii. Or Hawaii Bowl. (laughs) And, right. Two bowl games for the first time ever. Uh, So it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but we always joke that even though BYU is independent, they're kind of in the ESPN conference, and, and ESPN opened some nice avenues and doors for the Cougars to, to get the national exposure that was so was a huge part of going independent. I can't stress enough how important that relationship is to us. And in these college football playoff meetings that I had the last couple of days down in Dallas, I had a chance to talk to many of the ESPN brass, and 
it's a great relationship, and they strategize about how things can be better for BYU and scheduling and branding and connection with TV and in, in, in connection with BYU TV. And uh, I just don't think – when you think about other schools around the country and they see what we have, it's, it's hard for them to believe. The, always the question is how, why? How's that happen? Why'd you, why, how, why could you do that? So, I, I, I mean, it's kudos to ESPN for what they're able to do with us. And it helps them to have us because we have flexibility to play. Like I said, I'll borrow a line from Pat Hill, anytime, anywhere. When you look at the, when you look at the schedule uh, this year, you have uh, some really good power fives on the road. And then you look next year, you get Mississippi State and UCLA at home. His 2015 somewhat of a model of how tough the schedules are going to be in Independence from here on out, what you want? I, I think everybody can see that that early September is probably as tough as it'll get. Um, I wouldn't back away from that again, but it really kind of depends on the teams that you have coming, uh, the, your own team and what you could project. Um, when Taysom leaves in 15, you know, we'll have a, an untested quarterback. And so that'll be a situation where I haven't really tried to load up 16, but ready or not, you got to take some of those games. So there's different challenges that present themselves with the teams that you have. This isn't the NFL where they tell you who you're going to play based on how you um, finished the year before and then in a rotation through the conferences. And because we're not in a conference, it's kind of a two-edged sword as it's tough it's very difficult. You're front-loaded usually. The back end is hard because teams don't really necessarily want to break away from their conference schedules. But in some cases, we found little niches like with the Pac-12 where we can slide in and help the Pac-12 when Stanford and USC are playing Notre Dame and someone in the conference has to have a bye late in the season. That is not good for the Pac-12. So for us to be able to slide in and get that late game, that just was a benefit of being flexible. You mentioned Missouri. Missouri is a perfect example of that's good for them. They wouldn't have done that if, it, if they didn't think that it was going to be a great opportunity. So we're looking at all these um, traditional rivalry games between conference and different, uh, teams in different conferences, like you'd look at um, Miami and um, Florida State and Florida. You have two in the ACC and one in the SEC. So when they play each other, if, unless it's locked in early in the season, the first four, which sometimes it is, you can't get a game. But some of these teams are challenging playing and changing their rivalry game dates, and then we'll try to slide in. At any given time, typically, how many future games are you trying to organize and schedule? Well, you asked me that two or three years ago, I'd say 20 or 30. <laughs> right now, <laughs> I have about five, really, that are on the front burner that we've been working on, and they're close. And when I say close, oh, my goodness, you what guys that think that mean? means next week. <laughs> <and> clo- <laughs> close to me says 2018. <laughs> yeah. the, your job is uh, – to do many things, one of which is schedule. It's Broncos' job primarily to win these games. But can BYU football be as relevant as it wants with these tough schedules uh, with, say, an 8-5 and five record? You know, I, I think that relevancy is a relevant question. I think that it depends on that team and who you've played. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a really, really tough schedule and win eight games, I think you'll earn respect. It's like strength of schedule. You've really never heard... 
college football talk about strength of schedule like you do come March Madness time. But strength of schedule is everything in basketball. Coming from this college football playoff meeting a couple days ago, you hear strength of schedule coming up all the time. So I think that we're going to have opportunities where teams from the Power Five conferences will come out a little bit more from their safe haven, and instead of playing lesser teams, we'll try to challenge a team like BYU in the non-conference. Tom Homo with us in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation. I want to go back uh, to your ties with ESPN, and um, I just get some insight into the conversations that take place with uh, the higher-ups that help you schedule those games. What, what are those conversations like as you try and schedule a series with a team like Mississippi State or, or UCLA or whoever? Well, we talk to them about teams that we'd like to play. Like, it's no secret that we're always begging for a military academy game. We just think that our fans have appreciated those opportunities when we did play Air Force Academy, and we'd love to play the Naval Academy and Army. It would be fantastic. So we're saying we're begging them. We'll play them in Ireland. We'll play them in the Bahamas. We'll play them at their home. We won't take a return game. We want to play those military academies. And this kind of goes beyond the football game. This is the college, the tradition of college football, to think about what their institutions represent. And we, we have that luxury to dream big as an independent because we get those 12 games. Um, we also will ask them for certain games like Notre Dame. We want to play Notre Dame. You know, we wanted to play Texas. We want to play Oklahoma. Um, I've ta- there's, a, there's one team out there, a good friend of mine is their AD, and I've been working on it for about five years. It's not really close right now, but that's kind of one of my dreams to be able to play that team um, before I, I'm done scheduling. And the way it's going to happen is with ESPN. They're going to help us out. And somehow, some way, they'll slide. Like you said, they see the... Um, the picture, the landscape from 30,000 feet, where most people look at the paper and they look at schedules hard for them to think of the complexity, and it's a 3D schedule for ESPN. And they give us all those things they see first, they come to us. And we're not the first one. I mean, obviously, ESPN's a part of every conference. They're a part of every conference. They might not be the primary in every conference, but they do all the conferences. So we're not the only one going to ESPN and go, hey, Give us a good game. Yeah. But because we're a partner with them, we get a lot of the good games. And that's what I love. It's more than just writing on paper. It's, hey, let's try and uh, work in the best interests of both of us uh, for this. I, w- I want to get an update on the future of the Utah series. Um, it's interesting. I talked to Chris Hill just the other day, and we're trying, but it's complicated. It's hard. And, you know, one of the things that people don't really see is they're in a conference now. And in that conference, they have travel partners. And their travel partner is the University of Colorado. And that's their rival now. And, and even though it's not the BYU-Utah rivalry, for that conference, that's their rival. So Utah's trying to protect the, their rivalry with Colorado. That's just in its infancy stages. So I get that. But I'm still, you know, we're, we're going to claw and kick and scratch to get a game. Anytime, anywhere. It makes it easier for them to play early. But that's, that's where we get our at Michigan, at UCLA, at Nebraska. And so, you know, would we sacrifice those games for that? Now, if, if they want to schedule games from, I'll do a 10-game series with them 
from 2025 to 2035. I don't think they have any games scheduled then. But right now, that's not with how college athletics is right now. We might be playing, you know, squash by 2035. (laughs) Who who knows what we're going to be playing? And so... We, we've taken now college football has condensed into let's let's take it kind of a three or four year picture. Now I got to schedule games out beyond that, but they don't, and they're not looking forward to scheduling those. So that's why we were able to get these two games coming up, but not into the future. We asked our fans a few weeks back if you could pick one game to go to uh, for BYU football in 2015, which would it be? And so you don't have to deal with that, but. But hypothetically speaking, if you could go to one game on the BYU football schedule in 2015, which would it I be? I get to go to all of them. I know you do. But oh, if you only oh, got to if, go if to I, one. If I only got Utah State. You'd go to Utah no, State. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I knew that. <laughs> Are I you knew, nuts? Look, at, I, I'm going to say that might be the most exciting game of the year. I, I alluded to that there earlier. There could be so much riding on that it game. It could be a great game. But I, you know, here's what I'm going to say. I'm, can I waffle? <clears throat> sure. You're I'm the I'm going to go at it. This is just a once in a once in a era opportunity for our fans and you got to go to more than one on the road because here's what you got you go to nebraska to me it's the place that sold out more games than anybody in the country they have the current longest running sellout um of games of any team in the country going back to 1962 340 games that was lavelle's first year as an assistant folks all i'm going to say is i've been there and it's something that you have to witness you got to see it to believe it and being on tv doesn't count then, you know, to go down to UCLA and play in the Rose Bowl. If you haven't been to the Rose, it's not the Rose Bowl game, but it's in the Rose Bowl. This is my hometown. My brother played football at UCLA. I got a little bit more on this. So I want to be <laughs> at that game. This is brother versus brother. And then to go to the big house, to go to Michigan and play in the biggest stadium, not just in college football, of football in the United States. It's the house, the big house at Ann Arbor. I've never been there. So for me, that might be one that's in, intriguing to me, but I will be there. And then, as you mentioned, you got a chance to go to Kansas City, um, play in an NFL stadium, a huge stadium. It's loud as can be. I don't know if they can sell it out, but I've been in there. That's one of the loudest stadiums in the country when you play Chiefs 49ers. Um, but to be able to play Missouri on a neutral field, look, at it, it's not neutral to them. <laughs> It's right down in their neighborhood. Quote unquote neutral. But look, they're coming back to play us here in Provo. It's a good deal. So if you can play one of those four, or I'm saying Utah State. Now that would only leave out one, and that's my dear friend Gene Blameyer at San Jose State. They beat us last time we played them in San Jose, and we had a really good turnout. But our team, here's what it comes down to. This is a challenging schedule beyond measure for our BYU football team. Our, our kids know it. Our coaches know it. I remind them of it a lot. And it, it, this is one of those things where my, you said 128 or something like that. Look at I've been counting this schedule down for a lot longer than that. <laughs> a lot longer than that. And uh, my heart beats, and some nights I wake up in a cold sweat. But when I watch our team and I talk to our players, hope, hope springs eternal. You know, I'm not saying we're the greatest team in the country, but I love BYU football. And there's a lot of fans that love BYU football. And this edition is so promising. And the, the road schedule is way better than the home schedule. I get that. 
But, hey, I'm not walking away from a road schedule like that. And we'll get those teams back. Not all of them. We won't get Michigan back. But we'll get them back in different years. So the reward will come, but it'll just be spread out. Yeah, we're already seeing that. The games that have been announced. Tom Homo with us in Studio B. Uh, really interesting stuff about the 2015 schedule. If you missed any of it, download our show podcast on iTunes. I do want to mention that we have one of our BYU Sports Nation followers at TX Colonel. He spent how much? Ten grand. Ten grand to buy an entire to buy section. an entire section of Arrowhead Stadium. And he's been paid back for all those tickets already. Oh man! So okay, I got something for you, man. It, it's already beginning. For Texas Colonel. Uh, I'm yeah. going to say Texas Colonel. I'll go out on a limb and say we'll have a. One on one with one on one, two on one. Andy Reid. Andy Reid had a lot to do with this, and and being one of our former players and just one of our dear friends of BYU as an alum, um, we'll, we'll hook up Texas Colonel with Andy. At TX Colonel, you nice. heard it. And we also should mention, speaking of tickets, season tickets to the general public uh, go on sale. It starts with Boise State. Details on uh, how the Cougars and their fans get involved. Well, we, general, uh, these are open to the public now. And you can get involved in any ways. You can walk right up to the BYU ticket office now and buy those tickets. You can do them online. You can always try and take your chance on game day. But I'd, you know, if things go well early in our season, there's not going to be a lot of tickets left. Truth. So, look, at, I'm a salesman. We need to sell these tickets. But... You know, like I said, this is your last crack at, at some pretty special players. Uh, I would say that some of the guys returning on this team are some of my favorite players that I've ever been around. Um, that, to me, is the reason I'm in this game. Is not so much the games. I love the games, but I love the players. And, and the personalities that are going to be here and to see how much it means to them um, yeah, I might buy out a whole section. And, and <laughs> You're a Texas Colonel. Yeah, you know, because he's Texas got me. Texas Colonel's got me going. Got I like that. Up. Yeah, <laughs> love that, Tom. Great stuff with you. Uh, with the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU 623 student athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com. And welcome to the club. This from at Idaho Evan, Tom. I'd say Tom Homo is an elite athletic director. <laughs> Even I can agree with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Second, thanks, Tom, so much. I'm, I'm just still trying to get into the tournament, baby. <laughs> <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer along with Jerem Jordan. Baseball tonight at Pacific. We just learned the BYU Bowl game tie-ins for 2015 and 2019. Las Vegas and the Hawaii Bowl kind of switch depending on which game BYU plays in 2015. If it's Vegas, they'll play in Hawaii in 19. If they play in Hawaii in 15, it'll be Vegas in 19. And uh, one of the most interesting things that Tom Homel said to us was that it looks like everyone but Michigan, BYU would get back at home. So maybe Nebraska in the future in Provo Mm. is the inference there by Tom Homel. Interesting thoughts uh, related to Utah. He'd sign up right now if they want to do 25 through 35 for a 10-game series. It's very complicated, he said. We're going to scratch and claw and try and get that game. 16 and 17 are scheduled at Utah and then at BYU. But uh, BYU with the official 2015 rollout. And great stuff from Tom Homo related to that. He could have opted to... To not play those one-offs, right, and and plug it someone else anywhere, any time, any game. Yeah, let's play Missouri in Kansas City, uh, an SEC team in November. Wagner yes. allowed that to happen. Isn't it weird how much Wagner was a key piece to all of this? <laughs> Wagner, the Seahawks, really unbelievable. Wow.
ESPN, too. You know, they're going to guarantee BYU a good bowl game opponent. I love that so much. We're back to wrap things up. 2015 football schedule release special on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. BYU Football announced the 2015 schedule earlier on the show. Athletic Director Tom Homo is here to break it down. Check out the show for the information on the game, some times, and TV information. BYU also announced bowl ties in 2015 and 19 with the Hawaii Bowl or Las Vegas Bowl. The Cougars, should they be bowl eligible, will play in one of those and then the other in 2019. Look at that. Baseball. Love it. Cougars at Pacific for a three-game series starting tonight, 9 Eastern on BYU Radio. BYU signee Kyle Dean rated the number 79 MLB draft prospect by MLB pop, uh, Pipeline. That's good. We we don't want him too high. Then he might go pro. No, come play here yeah, for three yeah, years. come play here. Also, former Cougar and current Chicago Cub prospect Jacob Hanneman elevated to the AA Tennessee Smokies. All he did was hit a home run in his first at-bat upon promotion. Hey, future guest tomorrow, Russell Tialavea, the new assistant director of football operations, as well as Joe Picula from the rugby team. They're prepping to play in the national title game against Cal Saturday. And then next week, Andrew May, the new Dobo, director of basketball operations for BYU. There's so much information swirling around in my head right now after... Listen, it's, uh, it's information <sighs> awesome load. I know. I, w- I don't want to say overload because I can handle all of it. But we'll break it all down tomorrow as well. <laughs> don't miss the show. Rewatch this show if you missed it. Tom Homel said so much juicy stuff. They want to play a military academy. Texas Colonel just I got... I hope you were watching, dude. Dude, Texas Colonel got a hookup with Tom and Andy Reid. He's going to give him that conversation <laughs> because he bought a whole section. BYU Sports Nation, baby. Wow. There's some karma for TX Colonel. <laughs> Go take Today's him some goggles, dude. Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com, and it goes to Jacob Hanneman. All he does is hit home runs and double A ball. And Tom Homel for that schedule, baby. Hey, thanks to Tom for joining us today and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The Twitter conversation off the charts right now. Keep them coming in. Our show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN. For Jeremiah, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Glenn Tuckett. Thank you, Wagner. Fuck!